Hello, this is Jer Lanska, and thanks for joining with me on the Anointed Nachos podcast. This message is about God's divine care, how much that God really cares for each and every single one of us. I'm just going to jump right in the word and starting in Matthew chapter 6, verse 25 through 30, it says, That is why I tell you not to worry about everyday life. Whether you have enough food or drink or enough clothes to wear, isn't life more than food and your body more than clothing? Look at the birds. They don't plant or harvest or stir food in barns, for your heavenly Father feeds them, and aren't you far more valuable to him than they are? Can all your worries add a single moment to your life? And why worry about your clothing? Look at the lilies of the field and how they grow. They don't work or make their clothing, yet Solomon in all his glory was not dressed as beautiful as they are. And if God cares so wonderfully for wildflowers that are here today and thrown into the fire tomorrow, he will certainly care for you. Why do you have so little faith? Everything around us, every creature, animal, the earth itself, is all taken care of. And so why do you think that God wouldn't care for us even more so because he created us to be with him. In Jeremiah chapter 29, verse 11, says, For I know the plans that I have for you, says the Lord. They are plans for good and not for disaster or evil, some translations say, to give you a future and a hope. So God has a plan for each one of us. He created us. The word says that he knew us before we were even in our mother's wombs. He knew our plan, our destiny, and he has it mapped out. So when we come before him, he'll tell us the things that he wants us to do, places he wants us to go. Now I'm jumping into my favorite verse in the Bible, Psalms chapter 139, verse 17 through 18. It says, How precious are your thoughts about me, O God. They cannot be numbered. I can't even count them. They outnumber the grains of sand. And when I wake up, you are still with me. I love that verse because it just shows that how much God is always thinking about us. We can ponder, you know, how often do I think about God really during a day? But we don't take the time to think about how much he's thinking about us. He literally is all day long. And I love that about the scriptures, how it shows God's love for us. In Isaiah chapter 43, verse 2, it says, When you go through deep waters, I will be with you. When you go through rivers of difficulty, you will not drown. When you walk through the fire of oppression, you will not be burned up. The flames will not consume you. When we're going through the toughest things in life, we don't have to let those circumstances consume us when we know that God is with us. In Daniel chapter 3, 19 through 26, it talks about Nebuchadnezzar getting furious. In verse 19, it says, Nebuchadnezzar was so furious with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego that his face became distorted with rage. He commanded that the furnace be heated seven times hotter than usual, and then he ordered some of the strongest men in his army to bind 
Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and throw them into the blazing furnace. So they tied them up and threw them into the furnace, fully dressed in their pants, turbans, robes, and other garments. And because the king, in his anger, had demanded such a hot fire in the furnace, the flames killed the soldiers as they threw the three men in. So Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, securely tied, fell into the roaring flames. But suddenly Nebuchadnezzar jumped up in amazement and exclaimed to his advisors, didn't we tie up three men and throw them into the furnace? Yes, your majesty, we certainly did, they replied. Look, Nebuchadnezzar shouted, I see four men, unbound, walking around in the fire unharmed, and the fourth looks like a god. Then Nebuchadnezzar came as close as he could to the door of the flaming furnace and shouted, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, servants of the Most High God, come out, come here. So Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego stepped out of the fire. Then the high officers, officials, governors, and advisors crowded around them and saw that the fire had not touched them, not a hair on their heads was singed, and their clothing was not scorched. They didn't even smell of smoke. This is an amazing testimony of what God can do for you. Maybe you're dealing with the fire in your life now, going through one of the toughest things that you've ever faced, whether it's at home, with relationships, on the job, with needs that you have, and you're feeling like you're lacking something that you need. When you're with God and know that he is there walking with you, you come before him and acknowledge that and say, Lord, I thank you that you are here with me and that you're going to help me through this mess, this situation, this challenge, climbing over this mountain, whatever it may be. And I believe on the other side, just like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, you'll be able to say that people will look and see that you are not scorched and that you did not even smell of smoke even though you went through the fire. Now, I've sat around a lot of campfires in my life and even just after a minute, that smoke from the fire can get on your clothes and the smoke smell will be on you the rest of the night. Now just think about these men walking through a fiery furnace. The heat was so hot, it killed the men that threw them into the fire, but they came out unscorched. I believe that's what God wants to do for you in your life. Isaiah 41 verse 10 says, Don't be afraid, for I am with you. Don't be discouraged, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will hold you up with my victorious right hand. Psalms 34 verse 19 says, The righteous person faces many troubles, but the Lord comes to rescue each time. Psalms 55 verse 22, Give your burdens to the Lord, and he will take care of you. He will not permit the godly to slip and fall. Now there's a stipulation here. It's saying that we need to give our burdens to the Lord and he'll take care of us. See, if we're holding really tightly onto something, how can we expect someone to help us with those things? If we're trying to be in control and do everything according to our mind of how things should be. First Peter 5 verse 7 says, Give all your worries and cares to God, for he cares about you. And some translations say, cast your cares upon the Lord. Well, how do you do that? Casting your cares upon the Lord. Just imagine when you come before the Lord in prayer and you're talking about a situation in your life, but then you get back up and you go about your day and you keep 
thinking about those same thoughts, thinking about that situation, thinking about it just the same as before you went to the Lord about it. When you cast your cares upon the Lord, you need to give those worries to him. He wants to hold those. Our bodies are physically not designed to hold worry and stress. They will break down. People are in the hospitals because of stress-related activity. When we give our cares to the Lord, we have to physically see ourselves handing over those thoughts to the Lord. And then we thank him. Thank you, Lord, for taking these things upon yourself so I no longer have to worry about this and know that you're going to take care of it. You're going to deal with it because you love me and you'll take care of me. And then when you go about your day, just thank him. Instead of worrying about it, if those thoughts come back to your mind, you just say, thank you, Lord, that I gave these things to you and that I'm going to make it through because you're with me. And he will care for you. His word is true. Philippians chapter 4, verse 19 says, And this same God who takes care of me will supply all of your needs from his glorious riches, which have been given to us in Christ Jesus. Psalms chapter 34, verse 10. Every strong young lion sometimes goes hungry, but those who trust in the Lord will lack no good thing. So scripture after scripture talks about how God cares for us, but we need to give him those worries and concerns and come before him and know that his ways are higher than ours and that he can help when we give those things to him. Psalms chapter 37 verse 4 says, Take delight in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. We need to take delight in the Lord. What are we doing with our time? Are we delighting in the Lord? Are we worshiping him? Are we coming before him with praise? When we come to church, are we excited to get into his presence and learn more about him through his word? Does our life show that we're taking delight in the Lord? Second Corinthians chapter seven, verse one says, therefore, having these promises, beloved, let us cleanse ourselves from all filthiness of the flesh and spirit, perfecting holiness in the fear of God. We need to cleanse ourselves. Holiness is an attribute of a man or woman doing what the Lord tells us to do in his word. We need to cleanse ourselves, perfecting holiness in the fear of the Lord. God loves us. God loves you and wants to take care of you. I'm going to end with this verse, Revelations chapter 3, verse 20. It says, Look, I stand at the door and knock. If you hear my voice and open the door, I will come in and we will share a meal together as friends. The Lord's standing there outside your door. And this can be a daily thing. At first, we need to let him in to our lives and say, Lord, I want you to be in charge. I want you to be my Lord and Savior. Forgive me of my sins. I accept you into my life. I believe that you died for me and shed your blood for me. And I believe that you rose again and are coming back for me again soon. We need to accept him into our lives. But also on a daily basis, he's standing there and he wants to dine with us. He wants to be a part of our lives. We need to let him in. We need to take delight in the Lord, spend time with him, get to know him. We need to know his character and nature, and we'll learn more about how much he loves us and cares about us when we dig into his word and study the scriptures. It's a love letter to us. It really is showing how much that he cares for us and all the examples 
of great men and women of God in the scriptures show us God's divine care, that he cares for his people, includes you. So Lord God, I just thank you for your word showing us and teaching us how much that you love us. And we learned in the scriptures here that when we cast our cares upon you, then you'll be there for us and take care of our needs. But we need to surrender to you. We need to give those things over to you and say, Lord, I don't want to be in control anymore. I've made a mess of this. I need you to be in charge from now on. And I will listen when you speak to me through your spirit and through your word. For I believe that you have a divine care and plan for my life. And I want my life to turn out in the best version that it possibly can, the way that you designed and envisioned it for me. So I thank you, Lord, for your word to lead and guide and direct me as I learn to cast all of my cares upon you, for you love me. Thank you for listening again to uh, an Anointed Nachos podcast. Just stay in the word, study the word, get excited about the word, to get it in your heart. Till next time, thank you for listening. Anointed.